0: Hello and welcome to Green Planet, Blue Planet podcast where you get to hear interviews with artists, authors, phil entrepreneurs of the regenerative movement, people who are committed to and showcase planetary leadership. My name is Julian Guderley, and I am your show host, your creator of Green Planet, Blue Planet podcast. I'm also a transformational coach and a breathwork teacher and I am committed to a world that is a playground for everyone to thrive in let me put it this way today. And today's episode is actually a recording I created in the summer of 2019, so a little while back, that is more relevant than ever because it is with my friend Chris Assad, a singer, songwriter, a guide of self-expression. And Chris's new album is called Lion. It's dropping later in the year 2020. This is why this interview is being shared right now. And he has had such an interesting and unique time creating this album outside of victoria on vancouver island with Joby, who is also being the producer for deva praman and mittens albums before so really high quality music music coming your way great vibes on this recording that we hosted outside the recording studio on vancouver island and I hope you enjoy this interview. If you want to see the video version of that, check out my YouTube or check out the video stream on Facebook, Green Planet, Blue Planet podcast on Facebook and tune into the video as well. So without any further ado, there's going to be a little bit of a music clip at the beginning and end that's going to tease the album that Chris is dropping later this year with the name Lion. And here we go. This is the interview with Chris Assad. Enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting here with Chris Asad. We're outside the recording studio where he's recording his newest album. Welcome, Chris.
1: Thank you for having me, brother.
0: Yeah, it's a pleasure, and it's an honor to get to speak with you at the spot where you're recording your new album. Where we're sitting is actually your meditation spot, right?
1: Yeah, I've been starting my days here. There's a lot of beautiful spots on this this land, Um, but this has definitely become kind of the place where I've been just tuning in at the start of every day and just taking in the quiet, taking in all the beautiful sounds of the nature here and just really setting my intention, which has been woven throughout this whole process of being as out of the way as I can and just bringing forth a clear channel for the energy that I want to breathe into this creation to come through.
0: Tell me a little bit more about how your creative process looks because you're in British Columbia outside of Victoria in this amazing nature spot and it's it must have influenced your work and you just said you like getting out of the way is kind of the biggest part for you give us a little bit more of how that looks
1: well it's part there's definitely some some synchronicity and some blessings just woven into that because I didn't necessarily know when I you know, set out to make this album that this was going to be part of the magic. Um, so, I first discovered Joby, the producer that I'm working with, through an album that he produced by uh, Deva Pramal and Mitten when I was living in California years ago. And I just absolutely love the production, and it's a record that I've come back to over and over again. And at one point I just thought, man, I would really love to know like who produced that and like, you know, maybe maybe there's an opportunity for us to work together. And then I found out he was a Canadian guy who lives in BC and then we got into contact and just started the conversation. We really clicked right off the bat and he really got the direction that I wanted to go in which was a bit of a departure from what I've created thus far. And because he's so busy and he's touring and he's always, you know, He's got a lot on the go. The the way that we had to do it was just to schedule a block of time and then come and immerse. Which is never... I've never done it like that before. Usually, you know, if I make a record, it's been over the course of several months, a couple sessions a week. But what was so special about this was just being able to really come here and almost be like on a retreat. Yeah, just to come and be totally outside of my usual flow of life and completely immersed in the creative process and of course to be able to do that against a backdrop like this really set the tone from the beginning and when i got here Joby said he's like i just want you to you know act as if you're on vacation in a way from everything else and and you know so it really gave me the opportunity to just leave everything else aside and really tune into why do I even want to create this what is the energy that I want to put into it and also to really get into the meaning and the messages of the songs and just go deeper and and that's definitely happened for sure since the very beginning since I started playing music it's always been the 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 juiciest part about it for me and the draw for me has always been that music and creative expression is a perfect mirror and it always has revealed to me where I'm at in relationship to myself so how am I relating to myself what's the quality of love and belief and acceptance and what's the capacity for authenticity that I can show up with in any moment of stepping up to the microphone or even just playing an instrument and being present enough and free enough from all the voices that would sort of say why are you doing this who are you to do this maybe you're not talented enough maybe you need to get better at this or maybe this isn't the right moment so music and creative expression has always provided that for me and and so that's i'd say one of the main reasons why i've just always continued to gravitate towards this form of expression and and at the same time, it's it's deeply healing. It's it's a really powerful way to move energy. It's a really powerful way to release and and let go of things that are no longer serving, or to just allow an emotion to come forward. Um, there's so much space for that in music, in melody, in rhythm, and it's a very embodied form of expression. You know, for me as a singer too, my voice, my body is my instrument. So a lot of energy moves through when, when I'm singing, when I'm creating, when I'm in the music and it's become a, a form of medicine that I that I essentially can't live without. You know, no matter what's happening as far as the professional aspect of it or the, the outward facing aspect of putting music out into the world, What I always come back to and what I will do for the rest of my life is that this is a practice that I can just come to when I need to come back to my center or check in with myself and see where I'm at. And it's also a a flow in which I receive a lot of information. When I'm in like a musical flow and I'm just like improvising or channeling music, I get a lot of insight in that space because I'm not in in my head once I kind of drop into that.
0: I love your answer and there's a lot that i want to kind of hook back into where let's begin here where would you say your music is pouring out from if it's not from the head brain not from the head space what are the the elements that are informing the music
1: it's definitely heart-centered i i feel like that's that's always the place that i aspire to drop into and connect to and i feel like You know, the voice especially, Well, a lot of people will say, you know, when you're singing or when you share your voice, that's like your soul is expressing itself in a way. And certainly, especially as I've sort of progressed on my creative journey, more and more the intention is to just be a receiver and an instrument for something greater to speak through me. And I feel like especially with this new collection of songs and these new creations the way they arrived for me was was a lot less me sitting down and going Okay, I'm gonna write this song. It was more like me just following an energy following a thread Following a little idea on the guitar and you know playing with a loop Set up so just getting something down and then just kind of losing myself in it for long periods of time and then lo and behold, you know 20 30 40 minutes later there was a slightly molded piece of clay that I would keep coming back to and in a lot of ways I feel like the inspiration and the energy that has poured into these creations is coming from a very deep and ancestral and ancient place within me and a lot of the times I would be surprised at what came out and it would just be like where's this coming from you know or, or like, I didn't come up with that and, and sometimes I'd listen back and I'd be like, I don't even know if I can do that again. Um, and so that was part of the joy of, of you know, really capturing these songs and of letting them evolve and develop was just allowing that energy to continuously guide the process.
0: Powerful. Very beautifully put. When more people are singing, more people are harmonizing. This is one of my favorite quotes by a contemporary opera singer how would you say this feeling of harmony shows up for you when you sing
1: well there's definitely something super connective and unifying when a lot of people are singing together you know the chorus the sort of the the togetherness the vibration of togetherness and the connectedness that happens when people sing together and and That's definitely always been something that I've strived to weave into sharing the music live. And I think with this new creation, even more so, I'm less and less interested in being the performer or the, you know, the person at the pulpit kind of speaking to the audience as if I'm up here and they're they're there. It's more like creating a space where we can all come together and where the messages of these songs can be an anchor for people to come together and, and really stand in and, you know, hold hands in, in a unifying oneness vibrational experience. I think we need that more and more and more. We need spaces and we need art and we need experiences that can connect us and that can remind us of our inherent connectedness and you know music for sure has the power to do that and music that has that intention woven into it can even do that in a more amplified way and for me that's often those are the most gratifying moments when there is that unified field in a space and all the voices are chiming in and you know lifting up a message or a melody that's, that's when, really, it's the most magical.
0: Chris, I feel like when I listen to, me, to your music, it becomes really apparent that there is a piece of soul coming through. And it's very, very clear that there is a resonance that goes beyond one's own individual um, ideas. right? It's, it's, it's so filled with passion, with this kind of almost you know, reggae vibe of, of one love, which, which I love. Um, who would you say influenced the style of music or who is influencing the music live right now as you're creating it
1: yeah there's definitely a range of influences and you know all the music that i've ever really been drawn to has that soulful element it has that cathartic quality that at the same time embodies the pain of human experience and the understanding of the challenges of what it means to be human but also that firm connection to something greater to that hope to that transcendent possibility to that inspiration and you know definitely reggae music and bob marley was it was one of the places where it started and you know a lot of artists that i think make music in that spirit like ben harper was one of my earliest influences and if you really dive into what that music is about it's devotional music it's music that is intending to provide a connection to the divine and to god and it's a it's a music that that is very much intended to bring people together in that space of honoring the sacred honoring our humanity and at the same time it's like prayerful so that has always been a part of it for me and then also just because of the nature of my journey i think a big part of my intention and my message has always been to encourage and inspire that movement towards expression towards a grander vision and possibility of what we're actually here to live and do to others because that changed my life you know when music came into my life I was on a very specific path that was sort of somewhat influenced by a very limited menu of options that were all kind of given by society and by sort of curriculum at our you know schools and universities and even by our well-meaning families that just want us to be secure and want us to have some sense of stability as we navigate this this life and this human experience but then something else kind of showed up and you know it was like oh there's there's more there's more here and i'm here to do more and i have this desire to live something outside of the confines of those you know parameters and the more I followed those whispers and those inspirations, the more I became more alive and, and felt like I was becoming more of myself. And so I feel like in the same way that the music that I loved at the start of my journey and ongoingly has done that for me, music has the power to awaken us. As you said, it's, you know, music is an awakening force. It's the great, one of the great awakeners.
0: Brilliant. Music as one of the great awakening forces. So people that inspired you, that's where it started. And then it started to kind of breathe through you and the inspiration starts flowing out of you as you're creating.
1: I'd say that's a work in progress. And I'd say that at this point, I'm, I, I feel like that's happening more and more and more. And I think that's just born of a conscious intention. Like, I can tell you that making this record, just about every single time I stepped up to the microphone to sing something, the mantra going in my mind was, let me just be out of the way and let me be used as an instrument. Just kept coming back to that. And, you know, the voices in my head would creep in or I was judging myself. I just keep coming back to, my intention is to just be used as an instrument for the most potent and the most pure Energy to move through me to allow myself to be used for the greater good of what this creation wants to be and sometimes it works better than others <laughs> sometimes you know we are humans do get in the way and, and there's there's something to be said for just being compassionate with ourselves in that too
0: so I like that you touched on the quality of prayer and kind of this intent that music is prayer. and when I listen to your music very specifically I feel like there is this prayer of the the proud soul, the soul that is allowed to express and it seems not to be a coincidence or a serendipity only that you chosen to work with a producer that is um, known for working with Deva Pramal and Miten who are known for their mantras. I'm curious about the quality of prayer that is within your music even though it's not necessarily a known chant or a known mantra that people are singing for religi- religious purposes but the songs, the syllables, the incantations that I can hear in your music for me they resonate as prayer. Instantly I go into this devotional space mm. and so I, you touched on it being part of the intention and the hope I just want to get a little bit more of that because I feel like it's very true to your your artist um, Yeah,
1: I definitely feel like that's a product of what I've been yearning for more and more in my own experience of sharing the music and playing the music as it comes through me. I found myself moving away from music for the sake of performance or entertainment, which, you know, there's a place for that with any kind of music or art form. There's nothing wrong with that, but I felt like my... My greatest fulfillment came in those opportunities where I was sharing music in sacred spaces and where people were listening more with an intention to go inward. And those are the kinds of songs and musical messages and offerings that I also found myself really needing more and more when I would sit down to play. And so that was kind of the next frontier for me. It was like that old way of creating that there was maybe a little bit of that in some of the music that I've created previously. I wanted to really like zone in on that and amplify that aspect much more so. And I feel like these new songs are, are definitely a product of that. And in a way, it's kind of going back to my roots because the music that I loved and that spoke to me and that awoke something in me had that in it even though they it was music that's been universally embraced and accepted and even commercially successful music that's where it came from and so to really acknowledge that and to embrace that created a permission for me to really go there and in a way that's always what I wanted to do that's in a way it's like it's like coming home to the realization like this is what it's always been about and so i feel like that's really starting to land and and definitely jovi is the perfect person to help midwife that direction of, of the creative direction that i'm going in and and i feel like you know the fact that it's landing that way for you is just a beautiful confirmation of that
0: yeah and i bet not just for me but for many people who are listening right now many people that are tuning into your music you just shared about when you perform on stage or when you share with an audience, is there any anecdote, any little story in there that, that, um, that kind of shows up right now where you felt really in touch with this oneness and this prayer intention that, that you're really like sharing here?
1: Well, in the last couple of years, I've been experimenting with sharing music in different kinds of settings that are, like I said earlier, like more intentional, more about inward journeying. And it really hit me. I was, playing music at a friend's retreat it was a yoga retreat and everyone was in shavasana lying down and i was playing a song my newer song sensitive soul and i just remember thinking like there was a time when if everyone was lying down and sleeping during one of my songs i would have maybe been offended by that or thought that i was in some way failing them and it was the most gratifying thing to see and witness and feel because i could see and feel The music being absorbed and taking people deeper and yeah, just being able to also connect more deeply to the audience in those spaces and allow the music to land for them and allow the music to take them more into their own experience and then feed off of that energy as opposed to the energy of excitement or adoration that sometimes happens, you know, at performances and concerts
0: chris so when i listen to your music i always said that it touches me it gets me into a state of devotion but also like a form of pride where i feel like i'm ready to go out there and be me and if you had one intention or one wish one prayer beyond your music for what it does to people and how it touches people and and where it carries where the music carries what would that be
1: that would be that would be it right there man i mean i you know i love that you said that because i think for me like i said before the music is the place for me in my life where i get to practice that ever more being myself being courageous being open and sharing from the heart and showing up powerfully and potently too and so the more I'm able to do that and the more I'm able to show up that way and bring that into the creation if that can carry over to the people listening and and really the one prayer is the one desire the one intention would be for it to bring people together to really call in this tribe of lion-hearted soul adventurers and change makers at this time when we're all witnessing radical changes on the planet and radical changes in in the fabric of of how we live as a society and as a people that it can really provide a place and uh, you know a thread that can weave and bring those people together.
0: So you were speaking about molding the clay or it was coming out of you as a stream of consciousness and in the beginning you would sit down and create the space and stay with it, just put it on a loop, dive in deeper, and it started being like molding clay into form. How has that process continued on now that you're working with such a like, complement to your music like Jovi?
1: Yeah, it's been really magical, to be honest with you, in the sense that you know when I showed up here, a lot of the songs and ideas that I brought into this sort of process, were sort of gathered over a two year period where I started to go, you know, go down this new rabbit hole of this new way of creating and this new way of allowing inspiration and ideas to pour through. And so in a lot of ways, I didn't feel ready. I didn't have a bunch of finished songs. I had a few finished songs, which you know, ironically ended up being the hardest ones to sort of like really bring all the way home. The most fun that we had and the most magical were the ones where it was kind of unmolded clay and there was a lot of space and this was definitely our intention and it was one of the things that we were both so excited about in our collaboration was to let a lot of it unfold here in the in the moment of, of creating and producing the, the the album and one of the songs on the record is called trust and surrender And that was definitely the through line and the theme every day. And it was so funny because most of the sessions would start with Joby having to pull that song up for some reason. And I just kept getting that message. And every time there was a part of me that wanted to, you know, force my will or force a direction, I just kept having to step back and create more space. And whenever I did, so much magic happened. And and the way things evolved and the way things came together was always so much beyond what I could have imagined, you know, to the point of like lyrics falling into place, you know, the day, the day of or the day before the session and working on things in the in-between. And for me, that was such a gratifying way to create an album and to, to let the songs take that next step was to just create a space for that and to be in a collaboration and a conversation and then to let the energy of the songs and the spirit of the songs really speak to us and through us and and that was happening at times in ways that was almost like hard to fully wrap my head around because i was really living the messages of the songs i was going through a lot of my own internal transformation and growth during the recording process and the messages of the songs were speaking to me i was like really having to live them and learn them and and receive them and There was always a lot of surprises too in terms of you know where the songs had the potential to go musically and where they wanted to go and for me that's that's so gratifying because i also got to be a witness to that and i also got to be delighted by that
0: you were saying trust and surrender and trust and surrender both being a song but also (laughs) the biggest part of the process To kind of steer away a little bit from music how is that a metaphor for life how can someone who's listening to us right now someone who's watching this beautiful interview take an essence of trust and surrender into their life into this reality that we're currently co-creating here
1: hmm. well I feel like that's a necessary ingredient for sanity um, especially when we're talking about those of us that are walking paths less traveled um, that are pioneering or that are endeavoring to follow an inspiration follow a whisper and the outcome and and even the steps towards the outcomes are uncertain and all we really have to lean on is that feeling in our hearts that knowing that there's something speaking to us and through us that wants to guide our journey that wants to guide our actions and our steps and our direction and that's not an easy thing to do it requires a tremendous amount of courage and a tremendous amount of faith and so for me trust and surrender is just like always coming back to that remembrance that there's something greater that's supporting me and that's guiding me and that's speaking to me and through me. And when I, little small human me, don't know what the F I'm doing or how it's gonna go, leaning on that and coming back to that is where I can get a a sense of peace. I can reclaim a sense of peace and then keep going.
0: So leaning into trust and surrender, really no matter who you are, no matter where you are in your life, no matter if you're a musician, if you work, a regular 9-to-5 job, when you find this place of trust and surrender, space opens up?
1: Uh, yeah, sure.
0: So we just touched earlier on how people like Bob Marley or Ben Harper might have been musical influences. What spaces in the world really inspire you and have an influence in who you are and the music you create? That being said, you live in Toronto, you used to live in California.
1: Yeah, I'm born and raised in Toronto. I, I did a little chapter in California when I just felt like I was being called there. And for me, what inspires me the most is the understanding and the awareness that we all have a different role to play. and so what calls to me and what I feel is my work in the world or my purpose and my mission may look substantially different than the next person's or the next person's, but it's more about the intention and the vibration underneath it, which is that I believe that our main purpose in being here in this human form and on this planet and at this time is to move towards being greater expressions of love which starts with our relationship with ourselves and then the more we can really embody that and carry that in how we relate to ourselves we can bring that into our relationships with others and we can then bring that into our work and we can bring that into everything that we're doing and so what inspires me most and and where I take inspiration from is just seeing people that are dedicated to being love and being leaders towards this birthing of a new paradigm birthing of a new earth through whatever their passion is whatever their highest excitement is and aliveness is in a way that is to their own benefit to the benefit of others and to the benefit of us collectively and as a as a planet and for me specifically it's very much the rubber meets the road and the 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 work happens in the Ability to be present in whatever is arising emotionally and always coming back to acceptance, love, alchemy through feeling, through going into whatever that feeling is and bringing that higher self, that divinity, that spiritual aspect of who we all are, that soul, bringing that to whatever the separate pained or disconnected human elements of ourselves are and reclaiming them piece by piece.
0: So really much more an inside state of being than any external place, any physical place. That is the inspiration.
1: Yeah, an inward journey and then each individual being on that journey, being part of the fabric of the collective and of course that being supported in relationship and in relationship to our family members, our partners, our communities, and then the world at large. But the way I understand it is like this piece of real estate right here is the first place where I can make a difference by really ensuring that I'm bringing love and light and awareness and consciousness into my own human body, my own psyche, my own human-ness. And then that can start to spill over and ripple out into the various things that I do and ways that I show up in the world. And of course, you know, into whatever it is that one is creating or one is birthing for the sake of inviting other people into that conversation or into that experience.
0: So on a completely different note, how would you describe the feeling of happiness takes place in you?
1: In me? For me, it's, it's a lot about peace. Like, I feel like my happiest moments are when I'm just in a state of peace and a state of calm and a state of stillness. I've also been really appreciating laughter lately. Like, you know, I think sometimes we could take ourselves too seriously. I'm so guilty of that. And especially, you know, times are intense and, and sometimes it's like really easy to get overwhelmed and just feel really burdened by the heaviness of of whatever we're feeling or whatever the, the things we're seeing in the world are causing us to feel. And truly I believe laughter is the best medicine. And I, you know, I can just think of moments recently with my partner where we just had uncontrollable laughing sessions and then I felt several pounds lighter because of it. So for me, that's happiness. And it's just, it's just moments. It's just little moments you know of feeling connected feeling grounded and 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 on purpose and and also being in contact with that stream of energy and inspiration and life that is pulsing in ourselves and beating our hearts and you know so present in this nature when i'm really quiet and mind is out of the way enough that I can appreciate that and connect to it those are, the, those are the moments to me that are the most precious that's happiness to me just being at one with whatever is, being at one with whatever is moving and, and not being in some sort of inner conflict or resistance let's talk a little bit more about
0: the incubator that Jovi and you have set set up here we touched on it a few times in different uh, in different bits on answers here what stands out for you was the most challenging part to fly somewhere to know it has to happen
1: yeah definitely I mean the first thing was just adjusting to the concept of okay there's a very limited amount of time in which it's gonna happen and once that time is over, you have to surrender and let it go. You have to be, you know, at a place where you're content, and you can just release the tendency to want to keep going back and keep honing and perfecting, which I can certainly be susceptible to. Um, there's also the fact of the very first time I came here is that we'd never spent a day together, let alone two weeks, three weeks, day in day out. You know, me staying here and living, you know on on this property and living at their home, Joby and Teresa's home. But in a way, those those things that were the were the most confronting conceptually ended up being the charm of the experience. I loved being a part of this family that I you know, I got to they really welcomed me into their home and into the like the flow of their life here. You know, we shared meals and we spent you know all day every day together for the duration of the time that we recorded and in this in the same way knowing that there was a finite amount of time allowed me to be less heady and debating and you know not committing to a direction or a choice there was no room for that so it sort of forced me and and gave me the opportunity to, to just let go and let let it unfold and trust that it was going to be perfect the other challenge for me was that, given that we were working day in and day out, you know, there, I had to sing a lot in a very short amount of time. And one of the sort of transformational elements or edges that I got to push up against during the process was my voice was tired at times, and I was, you know, it wasn't as sweet or as pristine as perhaps I would like it to be. And I got to confront this idea. That if I'm not really in my joy or it doesn't feel good as it's happening, then that means that in some way the creation is going to be compromised. And what I got to step into and really embrace was the fact that part of the part of the medicine of the creation was that I got to also bring that laboring, that resilience, that warrior energy of pushing through a challenge and... Stepping into what was on the other side of that and that too got to be part of the Part of the energy and the vibration of what went into the songs So it's sort of like oh if it's sort of like that concept in the spiritual community of like Keeping your vibe high all the time got to keep your vibe high if your vibes not high but at the same time If we're really about healing and transformation and wholeness, we have to embrace all of it. We have to embrace the muck. We have to embrace the darkness. We have to embrace our shadow aspect too. And so for me, this experience forced me to really go there while I was creating and be in that at times, be very uncomfortable and trust that my willingness to bear that even on some of the songs and let that be present in my voice Actually lend itself to a richer more full-bodied creation. That's more honest
0: That's the beautiful energy I'm getting from you in this interview right here right now today is that there is there, there is a vulnerability around the process and it's real because Vibes are not high only all the time and it's it's a classic bypass Actually, I would say at this point in time um, to, to pretend that good vibes only is the way to go I think for us as spiritually mature beings we're able to embrace the darkness absolutely embrace the light and choose wisely and maturely every time over and over again and that's a great segue i'm grateful you shared that into the other question i have which is you refer to your singing voice as your body as the instrument right your singing voice as your instrument the humane instrument so what do you do to fine-tune and attune your instrument on a daily basis just like someone would tune their guitar before every session.
1: Yeah, it's definitely, it's a, it's a bit of a headspace thing because our voice reveals if we're tense, if we're tight. So it's about staying in a, you know, quote unquote, good space or a present space with myself, which is why, you know, I said it, every day I started, with my practices, meditation, movement, just to get the energy flowing. Um, Certainly what I consume makes a difference for my voice. You know, if I have a glass of wine, the next day I can tell it it, it changes the way my voice feels. Um, You know, certain things are just more helpful than others. I I got to bring some amazing Jamaican honey uh, with me that that I picked up on a trip right before we started making the record so you know some some teaspoons of honey and some licorice tea every every singer has their little things and then but then the irony is too is like obsessing with all that stuff can also really work against you so it's really like i said at the beginning like more of a headspace thing which is just being relaxed and just trusting that your voice is going to be there
0: for listening and here we are again this is your host julian i hope you truly enjoyed this episode of green planet blue planet podcast and received some insights and knowledge for your life relationships and business if you love green planet blue planet podcast make sure to subscribe leave a review that really allows this podcast to reach a broader audience and share it with a friend let me also remind you that this podcast is currently entirely self-funded I'm a transformational coach and mentor, a breathwork guide and want to offer all my listeners a full 10% off my private coaching work. That is as much as $500 for a three month program. And this discount applies for all one on one coaching offers as well as some select coaching groups that I host in person. If you're curious and interested, make sure to visit the website greenplanet-blueplanet.com and click work with Julian. Let me tell you a little bit more about my planetary purpose and leadership programs. I am committed to accelerating our human tribe, going deep into unconditioning the blocking beliefs and blind spots, enabling your gifts and clarity to amplify for aligned business, healthy relationships and overall presence with life. I have worked with hundreds of people across the world, either one-on-one in small coaching groups online or in-person at events. It is my gift to boost authentic confidence and guide you while asking the deepest questions that get you to address your dormant potential. I am an activator and catalyst for those who are ready to step into the highest version of themselves. We live in unique times and let me tell you from experience, having a coach makes a massive difference. I specialize on supporting successful entrepreneurs in unpacking their purpose and joy of life. I do work with startup entrepreneurs and artists as well. And on request, I host individual breathwork mentorships. If you want to learn more how to support the show or suggest a guest, you can also simply send me an email. If you want to take advantage of the offer I just mentioned and claim the 10% discount, simply book a free consultation with me through my website that is greenplanet-blueplanet.com mentorships and mention the end-of-episode discount And I'll give the discount code to you right here, right now. It's 808. That's right. That's your code right here, right now, 808. Mention it to me in our free consultation that you can book by the website. And 10% are yours. That being said, thank you so much for listening today. Have yourself an amazing day. Don't forget to hit subscribe, review the show, and share it with a friend.